Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Hey, welcome back to Don V Fridays. Um, we in the thick of it. We in the thick of it. College football season is in the full swing. We had games going on last week in week zero. We had games going on yesterday. Uh, I, I'm recording this on Friday and not on Thursday like normal. But uh, we had games kicked off on Thursday. Uh, we got to see Clemson play. Uh, I'll, I'll have some thought, more, more thoughts about the Clemson game later in the podcast. Um, we got games going tonight on Friday. And, of course, the, everybody kicks off. If you haven't kicked off by now, everybody kicks off on Saturday. Um, it's, it's exciting. It's exciting. You know, college football is my, my number one hobby, passion, whatever you want to call it. But um, NFL also kicks off next week. And um, with that, we got to show some love to a friend of the show, my bookie. My bookie is the place to bet on football every weekend. My bookie has better bonuses and more prop bets than any other sports book, period. This year, they're hosting the first online handicapping super contest. First place is guaranteed to win at least $100,000. That's 100 bands. Who can't use that kind of money? And it only costs $100 to enter. All you got to do is pick five NFL games against the spread every week. To climb the leaderboard and score your share of the huge cash prize pool. I will only recommend the service to my listeners that's been good to me. That's why my bookie is always the right play. You bet, you win, they pay. My bookie has live in-game betting on every NFL game. They've got the most rewarding player perks in the business. And for you fantasy guys out there, you can even bet the over under on how many fantasy points a player will score each game join now and get up to two hundred dollars in free bets use the promo code chair like the chair you're sitting your ass in chair chair the promo code is chair folks if i ain't said too many times clearly the promo code is chair to activate the offer Visit my bookie online today. That's M Y B O O K I E. And don't forget to use the promo code CHAIR when creating your account to claim the bonus. Bet, win, get paid. Uh, before we get into week one in the uh, college football landscape and everything like that, I want to touch on this Brock Huffman situation. Um, he was denied by the NCAA again uh, his his medical hardship waiver. His 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 mom was is recovering from a brain tumor, and uh, he had transferred from Coastal Carolina to Virginia Tech to be closer. And the dickheads over at the NCAA decided that uh, she should have retired 
uh, if she was so sick that she should have retired from her job, knowing how fucked up America is with medical bills and, you know, people, no matter, I, I literally work around people that's prob probably damn near close to crippled, but they can't afford to stop working. They're older people, you know, so. But anyways, the dickhead sitting in the office at the NCAA said, well, your mom still works, so she can't be that sick. And she's kind of five miles out of the radius of being deemed close to home. Just dickhead shit. But uh, obviously, it pissed off a lot of Virginia Tech fans. And uh, there's been outcry on social media. Uh, I would ask Virginia Tech fans to stop shitting on... Uh, Tate Martell and Justin Fields like they didn't make this decision. They didn't give themselves uh, immediate eligibility They transferred for whatever reason they decided to transfer from their schools and um, They are now starting or playing in Tate Martell's case. He plays uh, He's like a receiver now or some shit They didn't they, they didn't they didn't uh, bring this on themselves. So I get it People are mad about Brock, and people want Brock to be able to play, and he he suffered a real hardship. You know, not trying to say that Tate Martell and them didn't suffer any hardships, because not getting a starting job is a hardship. You want to, you know, it's, of course it's not as a hardship as you know somebody's mom recovering from a brain tumor, but it's still a hardship. But uh, they wanted to leave. It don't matter to me. You know, you know what? Fuck all. Fuck this dumb shit. To me, should nobody have to put in for a waiver or for hardships and all that? Let's talk about what this is really about. This is about the NCAA wanting to control shit. They've always been dickheads. The whole people got to sit out for a year has always been stupid to me. If it was up to me, wouldn't nobody have to put in for a hardship? If you want to transfer and play, transfer and play. Fuck all this graduate transfer, all of that. Everybody should be able to just play. When a coach up and leaves the team, does he got to sit for a year? No, he, he leaves for a bigger bag and he's able to make that money immediately. These players don't even get paid. So if a player wants to transfer 90 fucking times, let him. It's his career. I, I don't understand why people are so, you know, a lot of people, was, uh, you know, they back the NCAA or they don't speak out on how exploited some of these athletes are. But when Brock didn't get his uh his his hardship waiver, or his his immediately his immediate eligibility to play, then it's oh my God this is a travesty. The NCAA been on the bullshit, they been on the dumb shit. It's not it, this isn't some new issue. The NCAA been trash. They been looking to exploit athletes and shit on the athletes and just rake in millions if not billions of dollars in these TV contracts, ACC network, SEC network. Uh, Final Four, all this shit is billions of revenue, and the people that get fucked in all of this is the athletes. This isn't nothing new. This ain't nothing new. The NCAA been pimping, pimping, pimping been around since the world been turning. Where y'all been at? Pimping been around since pussy was invented. So, as long as it's somebody that's gonna, as long as somebody that's a willing to be a pimp. And there's always somebody willing to give their services. Pimping going to stay around. So, yes, the NCAA is world, global scale pimps. 
it comes down to pimping. And that's exactly what this is. They don't want they don't want athletes just being able to just up and leave and do what the fuck. They want to put restrictions. They want to deter. They want to deter the athletes from wanting to go somewhere else and leave and do this and get better and all this. That's what a pimp does. But it's a lot of people that still believe in some of the shit that the NCAA does. They might not believe, they might not agree with the Brock Hoffman decision, but they believe, they agree with the other stuff, the bullshit. They, they agree that, you know, they should just be unpaid and just they should be happy that they get a scholarship and that's it. That's crazy to me. But the NCAA been garbage. They been trash. They didn't take this situation to open my eyes up. They opened a lot of, it opened a lot of eyes up. Over the last couple of days, I've seen it on Twitter. I just, I would just ask Virginia Tech fans, Hokie fans, stop mentioning Tate Martell and Cameron Kelly and everybody else that got a waiver. Let them keep. They're preparing for a season. They didn't do this for themselves. They didn't. They didn't ask this for themselves. So please get out of these kids' mentions and you know and. Yes, these kids do search their names. I know it's kind of crazy. They search their names, and they shouldn't have to read, you know, bitter hokey fans, you know, shitting on them because, you know, Brock didn't get his, you know. Like I said, if it was up to me, everybody would play. If you transfer, you should just be able to play. I mean, it still doesn't guarantee you no starting job. Look at Tate Martell. He didn't. He transferred. He got the eligibility. And didn't win the starting quarterback job. Now he plays slot receiver or some shit. So just because you transfer, yes, the grass ain't greener always. I mean, so I know they just want to keep kids from just up and leaving. They don't want to turn the transfer portal into full-blown free agency. But come on, man. Let's keep it a buck, man. These kids got three, four, or five years to play college football before it's over with for many of them. The NFL dream is going to happen for, like, a low percentage of them. Let's, let's keep it a buck. Let's keep it real. Let's be honest. Only maybe, I don't know the numbers, but it's less than 50%. It's less than 40% are going to actually have an NFL career. So if they want to transfer to 900 schools in those five years, let them. Let them. Let them transfer and play and all that, all this goofy ass trying to, you know, restrict transfers, it's dumb. Like I said in previous episodes, for those that might be new listening to this podcast, I am a Virginia Tech Hokies fan. Virginia Tech Hokies is the most ravaged by the transfer portal. We have transfers every other goddamn week, and I don't uh, hold it against nobody. Because you only got four to five years to make a name for yourself in college football before you can play in a professional football. Because there's an XFL league. So if they want to, if they want to play at Virginia Tech, then you know what? It ain't working. Let me go to here and there and everywhere. Fuck it, man. You got a small window to you know try to make some of your NFL dream. So go ahead, man. Do it. Do what's best for you and your family. Do not let, uh, don't let me hold you back. But to the, like I said, to the Hokie fans, it sucks. It's fucked up. But the NCAA been on the bullshit. 
I, I hate to say that, but they've been on that. Um, I mean, I, don't, I think I covered everything I needed to cover as far as uh, the Brock situation. Uh, Virginia Tech does play Boston College tomorrow, less than 24 hours. Uh, I've I spoke about this game for the last two, ooh, two three episodes. And I'm pretty much, hey, I, like I've been saying, A.J. Dillon is going to get his 100, 120, 140, 150. It's just about everybody else, man. It, that's where I'm at with it. Stop everybody else. Uh, if, if, if A.J. Dillon give, gives us 150, as long as, you know, it's no, like I said, big-ass tight ends with the neck brace, Man, shit. As long as there's no Tommy Sweeney's or, you know, the Luke Keekley, they didn't got a new Luke Keekley or somebody. Hey man, we should be able to win the game. They 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 lost Scott Leffler, they lost our son on defense, they lost their secondary. We should <laughs> We should be able to score on them. I don't know about us being able to stop them because they do got one of the best running backs in the country. But we should, prayer emojis, we should be able to score on them. Uh, let us pray on that, though. Um, but we're going we gonna to move on. We're going to move on. Uh, new sponsor. That's right. New sponsor. And this 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 one this one um I first heard about Blue Chew when I was listening to Flagrant Two podcast, one of my favorite podcasts. It's hosted by Andrew Schultz. And uh Yes. Guys, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Want to increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed? Listen up. Bluechew.com. That's blue, like the color. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know it works. You can take them anytime, day or night, on a full stomach or empty. And since they are chewable, they work up twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. If you can benefit from extra function and more confidence when it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Most guys talk a good game, but Blue Chew helps you follow, helps your follow through. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than the pharmacy. Right now, I got a special deal for my listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code ARMCHAIR. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E Chew.com. Promo code ARMCHAIR to try it free. BlueChew is the better cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast, and you're definitely going to need your blue chew. It's no longer summer, folks. It's officially Labor Day weekend, 
So all that hot girl summer shit. All you, all, you know all these chicks was wandering around talking about hot girl summer. Don't need no man. Don't all this shit. It's about to be cuffing season, my boys. Yes, cuffing season is amongst us. And it's a lot of hot girls that's going to be looking to be pleased. They've been talking all this hot girl shit. They're looking all the while. They're looking to be cuffed in this, this wintertime, my boys. So get that blue chew, man. Get that blue chew, man. Please your woman, man. Don't be out here coming up short and shit. Cause your ass ain't uh take care of your business. <laughs> Bluetooth.com, man. Armchair. Try that shit out for free, man. Let's move on, man. It's week one college football, man. Clemson played Georgia Tech last night. And I watched the game. ACC Network. All you broke motherfuckers that ain't got ACC Network, man. Get your money up. <laughs> Hulu Live, like $50 a month, man. Get your shit up. But anyways, Clemson played Georgia Tech. Trevor Lawrence struggled in the game. I think he threw for like 160-some yards, one TD, uh, two picks. And I just, I knew it was coming. Trevor Lawrence ain't that good. Trevor Lawrence is overrated. Listen, it is the opener game. It's hard. You got to take opener games, especially in-conference opener games, you can't, when you go, power, especially like power five versus power five, you can't really hold Trevor Lawrence to Trevor Lawrence midseason where they're rolling, everything is just cooking. Everything isn't cooking. They're trying to work out kinks, and they didn't know what Georgia Tech was going to come out there and do. It was just a funny game. They still won 52 to 14, but... um. It was just a funny game. It was just a funny game. Uh, Trevor Lawrence never quite got into a rhythm. And um, like a, and that Travis Etienne, the best running back in the nation, if not you know a top three running back in the nation, they got to just ride him. And that's the best thing about having two Heisman candidates on the same team because if one isn't uh, playing up to his standards, you can just lean on the other one. You can just ride the other one. And that Clemson offensive line, oh, <laughs> Man, and, and shout out to Georgia Tech, man. Lord, that shit, Ted Georgia Tech might be the worst team in the ACC. Um, Jeff Collins got a job ahead of him, just just off the fact that he's trying to convert an option team into like a multiple style offense. And Paul Johnson did him no ref, no favors with the type of dudes he recruited. Because to run an option offense, like I've said a million times on this podcast and on Twitter, it's a service academy offense. Nobody wants to play in that shit. So you're getting dudes, you're getting fringe, like you're getting fringe dudes. Like you're not getting the proper athletes to play D1 ball. You're just getting dudes, whoever, whoever's crazy enough to run that shit. You getting dudes that probably should be playing that Army and Navy. So it's 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 gonna be a long rebuild. It's probably gonna, like Jeff Collins. If Georgia Tech is smart, which they probably is, I don't think their fans will pressure him into you better start winning immediately. He gonna need three four years just to turn over the roster. 
he gonna need three, four years just to turn over the roster into like a, a roster that can compete in the ACC before we can start talking about winning, you know, big winning and all that. But uh, it was just a funny game though. Like I said, oh, they ran the quarterback. The quarterback, I know, uh, Tobias Oliver is like dog. I I was running twenty times a game. And they still ran dude like 30. But, dog, bro going to have a big CTE by the time he finished college, dog. They ran that man. I know he was like, yeah, you lied to me. <laughs> I know he looked at Jeff Collins like, you lied to me. But it's an option offense. It's an option team. They try to convert an option team into a multiple offense. And that shit looked like shit. <laughs> bro got killed. But uh, that was... Oh yeah, Chip Kelly uh lost to Cincinnati last night. You gotta bring that up, uh, UCLA. It's year two for Chip Kelly. And um I, I watched some of that game before the uh before the Clemson game. And like we was discussing on Twitter, man, just Chip Kelly, his offense just don't look innovative no more. Maybe because everybody's running some, you know, some form of what he was doing at Oregon. Everybody has taken from what he was doing at Oregon, and now it's just normal shit. But, like, even, like, the pace, the tempo, like, all of that, it just looked, blah, it, it, it didn't look like, no, it, he ain't doing nothing dope anymore. Like, we, like college version Chip Kelly was, we was looking at Chip, like, what is he going to break out next? What is it? It just seemed like a team that was just fasting to everybody. And maybe he's still trying to get his athletes at UCLA so he can fully run his shit. But, man, Chip going to fuck around and get fired, man. I'm going to say it. Chip going to fuck around and get fired. UCLA, they are starving to be back, like, relevant. And Jim Mora Jr. almost had him there. He had him on the cusp of it. But they could never, like, take it over, take it over. Like, they... And USC is still kind of up and down and up and down. So it's prime for UCLA to be the big show in town and represent the Pac-12 and the playoffs and shit. But Chip, they fucking with Chip, man. That shit look goofy as hell. I ain't gonna lie to you. That shit looking goofy. Um, I don't know, man. Maybe Chip turning around, but eh, I don't know, man. But let's get into some of these games for tomorrow. If you knew the Don V Fridays or you didn't listen to Don V Fridays last season, what I like to do is I like to take a couple games, relevant games. Listen, if you if you're a fan of like Kent State, I probably won't be picking none of your games, my boy. I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. But I like to take four or five relevant games, give thoughts on the game, give you a pick. It don't gotta be the most. It don't gotta be the college game day game of the week type shit, but just like relevant games. You know, this is a Virginia Tech-based podcast, so it might stick more so to the East Coast, ACC, SEC, some Big Ten stuff. Um, but, yeah. But, no, nah, if you think I'm about to, you know, pick, like, Oregon State games and shit, like, no. Nah. No, nah, fam, I got nothing for you. But uh, let's start. let's start with the easiest game to pick. Alabama plays Duke <laughs> tomorrow at 3.30. Um, if I'm not mistaken, it's at the neutral sites in Atlanta. Uh, 
Alabama is gonna beat the shit out of Duke. I don't know if I can say that any clearer. Whatever, uh, whatever over and unders and all that and point spreads. I'm pretty sure Bama's probably favored by a million points. Take Bama. Uh, it's gonna be the easiest money you gonna make all. It's gonna be the easiest money you gonna make all football season. Alabama is gonna drag Duke up and down that goddamn field. Um. Alabama might not even need to open up the playbook. They might even hide their playbook for whoever their next opponent is. Like, all right, we can hide some shit. We don't need to show our real opponents what's going on. Uh, a lock. Uh, Alabama's over Duke. Uh, Duke would have got their ass kicked with Daniel Jones. Let's be clear. Um, you got Houston. Houston plays Oklahoma. Um, it's the it's the it's the um. What's the word? The debut of Jalen Hurts. And um, oh, that's Sunday. Okay. Houston plays Oklahoma on Sunday. That's dope. That means they're gonna be the only game on. But uh I got I got Oklahoma winning the game. Oklahoma still got badass receivers, CeeDee Lamb. Um, and it's gonna be interesting to see Jalen Hurts and what progress he's made under Lincoln Riley. And um, I got Oklahoma winning that game. I, I just think right now Oklahoma, like Lincoln Riley is an evil genius. And the talent that they got at Oklahoma is unreal. So, But it, it, it should be interesting to see. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see uh, Jalen Hurts in that offense. We got Oregon and Auburn. That's probably the biggest game going. That's probably that's – probably, that's probably the biggest game going tomorrow as far as a neutral site. I think it's being played in Dallas, Texas. And um, that's a tough one to call because Oregon, you know, going back even to the chip days, like when they play SEC teams, they always look slower for some reason. Like them SEC teams knew how to slow Oregon down, even at the height of Chip Kelly. Um, even though Oregon got – the supposed top something pick, Justin Herbert, he came back. Uh, I just don't see Oregon winning the game. I don't see it. And, I, and Auburn Auburn got a true freshman quarterback, Bo Nix. And Auburn just going to whoop them boys in the trenches. It's going to be an ugly game. They oh, Auburn's going to make it ugly. And they're going to pull away in the end. They're probably going to win by a touchdown or a possession. But I got Auburn winning that game. Um but it should be fun. It should be it should be a fun game to watch. I mean, I like ugly games. So when I say it's fun, it's gonna be fun for me. If you want to see Oregon run up and down the field, thinking that uh, Chip Kelly snuck on the sidelines and drew up some shit, you probably won't like the game, dog. I give it a buck with you. But um, if you into defensive line porn like me, like watching defensive linemen, just watching the trenches, then yeah, it's gonna be a good game. Um, the chess match, you know, seeing seeing uh seeing the chess match between Gus Malzahn and uh Mario Cristobal. And um I think that's it as far as games that I wanna talk about. So, like I said, Alabama way over Duke. I got Oklahoma over Houston and I got Auburn over Oregon. And of course I got Virginia Tech over uh Boston College, because I don't pick uh, 
I don't pick Virginia Tech to lose on this podcast. <laughs> but that's it for this week's Don V Fridays, man. And, um, like I said, man, we here, man. It's college football. I cannot wait. Uh, podcast gonna get bigger. Oh yeah, and a reminder: I will be live on YouTube after the Boston College game. My YouTube is Don V Seven Five Seven. I'm gonna go live on Periscope for maybe five ten minutes just to get everybody in one central location, and then I'm going to funnel everybody over to YouTube. Is you can call in. Um, you can hang out in the chat, whatever the case may be. Um, but yes, I will be live after the Boston College game. We're gonna t- win, lose, or draw. Win, lose, or draw. More people come in after losses because they think I'm gonna melt down. But I don't melt down. Uh, I just be pissed off. But I don't melt down. But win, lose, don't matter unless some type of emergency pops up. I should be online. Maybe we can hang out for an hour or so, take some calls, hang out. You know, vent. Hopefully we won't have to vent, but vent or get some jokes off or celebrate, whatever the case may be. So, like I said, after the Boston College game tomorrow, uh, the game kicks off at 4 o'clock, ACC Network. Broke-ass motherfuckers got to stream it or something. But 4 o'clock, ACC Network, so I say around 7, 7.30-ish, uh, I'll stream. Um, we'll, we'll, talk some, we'll talk some Hokies. You can call in. Uh, whatever other game is on, probably talk about that. Probably hang out for an hour or so. So, uh, but uh, that's it. See y'all next week. God bless.